0: So I'm playing mid-song and he comes back in. Yeah. And he like, I'm I'm playing, I'm singing like this. I'm singing and playing. I'm working. And this dude, and, and this is during COVID. And this dude gets this close to my face. Yeah. And he's and he's like rocking out with me. And I'm kind of like <laughs> pulling back. And I'm like, I kind of pulled over. I'm like, dude, you gotta get out of my like get out of my space. Yeah. You know, I was like, you gotta get out of
1: you're listening to for the record conversations about music mixing and the creative industry our guest today is grant miller grant is a full-time touring singer-songwriter in the midwest area he enjoys the stage life but he has spent more recent time in the studio working on his personal music hello grant hey Thank you for inviting me to the cast, gentlemen. Oh, absolutely. It's so good to be here. It's good Good to have you. Good to have you. And finally, because I feel like we've been kind of talking about doing something for months. Oh,
0: dude, I have been been just crazy. I apologize. I've uh, just literally... September has just been kicking me repeatedly so I'm glad we finally got this going I mean I appreciate you guys reaching out I'm I'm so excited to get your message so thank you so much for reaching
1: out and we're here we made it happen we
0: made it before it got really cold
1: right (laughs) look at us um yeah so I'd love for you to kind of kick us off start telling us a little bit about what your your gig is what you do well
0: You know, like Ben so graciously introduced me, I'm a uh, full time touring singer songwriter uh, in the Midwest area. Mm -hmm. So um, I hit eight states in the Midwest. This summer, it's been more so the four around Lake Michigan, you know, obviously Wisconsin, Michigan, Indiana, and Illinois. I'm a native, so I'm from uh, Naperville, Illinois. So I'm from the the burbs of Chicago. Nice. Um, Shout out to any Naperville Southwest burb folks. um, If you're listening, thank you. And hey, (laughs) shout out to all the burb folks like you guys. We're out here in Island Lake. (laughs) Um, and yeah, so I, I'm a full time touring singer songwriter, so I, I tour from March to December every year. So, mm-hmm. um, I take two months off January and February to focus on writing, um, but it's been a little different this year. Um, I'm also in the studio all the time, I'm working actually on my uh, new album, we're actually doing a different approach coming with this album which i'm really excited about Mm. all right Um, well pause yeah tell me about
1: that (laughs) yeah i will i will so a lot of uh, times i'm like let's come back to it i don't feel like that right now. no 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 tell me now i I will i will definitely tell you now Um, what was your first approach and what's different now
0: so you know when, when i had gotten into the studio um so I, I really hit the studio kind of hard January, February of, uh, of uh, the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I was it was kind of doing more full band stuff. I tore solo, so I'm a solo acoustic act. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a trio. Uh, shout out to my Grant Miller and Trio boys, Kyle Carson and Nick Neiman, good friends of mine. Um, actually, Kyle and I shared the same drum teacher back in the day. And Nick and I started our first band together in oh, high nice. school. So yeah, early, early days um but yeah no it was it was like it was it was a it was an okay breakup it was it was it was not you know, malicious by any
1: means. It's not um, your typical band breakup. Yeah,
0: no, they just, you know, Nick is a, he's a, he's a blue collar guy now. He's doing, um, he's doing welding. So I'm happy for him. So we found that kind of Avenue, mm-hmm. uh, for himself. He'll hop on gigs here and there with me. I'm yeah. um, trying to get him on some more because mm-hmm. he, he still loves it. But, yeah. um, I get busy schedules, get in the way of stuff. And then Kyle actually went back to school to get his MBA. So, wow. um, totally. And, and just, Great guys, loved loved playing with them. We did more local stuff in Illinois yeah. together, um, and like you know, we did some. I think we did some southern Wisconsin stuff, like Lake Geneva area. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I tore solo, so I kind of wanted to, um, you know, get away from what we were doing initially um in the first part of the year because we were doing more i was doing more full band stuff like Mm -hmm. you know i tore solo but releasing full band stuff because some of my favorite artists do that like one of my favorite singer songwriters of all time is justin towns earl um god rest his soul he passed away last year in august Mm -hmm. um which was definitely you know tough as a fan but also um, very enlightening to see you know kind of um just kind of how he did what he like how I was doing kind of what he did and I didn't even know about it yet Mm. you know because like yeah you know like he um he you know going to the studio have these full band um records that were are just so killer I mean one of my favorite albums from him is kids in the street um and uh his most recent one before he passed was saying the lost causes Mm. and um you know just going in there and having a full band sense is so cool um but he would tour solo just him and him and his recording king guitar yeah um and i thought that was so great because i felt kind of um i felt kind of like different because um you know, I I felt like, oh, well, if I'm gonna go out and, you know, record an album and have a full band sense, like I should go out on the road with my trio at least. But mm-hmm. you know, two other schedules, two other guys, you know, trying to do different things too in their life, which is completely understandable. Yeah. Um, you know, I felt like, you know, um, you know, am I doing something wrong? And then I kind of started to watch more of his live shows and I'm like, he tours solo. <laughs> like he had maybe a couple tours where he was doing it full band, but I just kind of was like, you know what? No, like I, uh, this is what I want to do, and kind of had this switch up where I'm like, you know what, I want to kind of showcase in my my singles in my in my records a little bit more of what you're gonna kind of a little bit closer to what you're gonna get when you come out to a live show. Yeah. So with this process coming up with my pr- producer Chris uh, Marzalek and I, mm-hmm. um, we've kind of just talked about it, and we're we're not like ruling out doing any full band stuff, but. He was saying like, "Why don't we just do some more broken down acoustic stuff? Of like, you know, solo acoustic. And maybe we'll add like, you know, upright bass style. Like, you know, mm. doing like flat wound strings on a bass guitar and kind of mm-hmm. giving it that vibe. Yeah. Um, and you know, he, you know, I play harmonica too. So he was like, "We need to put more of your harmonica stuff in, and and kind of really drive a lot of your blues and soul influence." Mm. Um, to the forefront a little bit more. And so that's kind of the approach we're going for now. Yeah. Um just kind of maybe doing a little bit more broken down stuff um and he was, you know, he had, I went into the studio about like a month and a half, 2 months ago to kind of show him just kind of what I what I'm thinking of mm-hmm. and he was, you know, he was adding drums to it cuz he's a drummer. Yeah. And he was just like, "Dude, these songs are so solid just like by itself with you. Like we need to do some of these songs like this. Like let's not rule anything out, but Let's just kind of start with this song, this one song that uh, is the first tune that we're working on. And it's an original line called Nightcap. Mm-hmm. And he was like, let's just start there and let's just see where it goes. So I think that's the fun process about this because it's just kind of like, let's start somewhere and see where it goes as compared to in February when we were recording uh, two singles of mine, one that's still unreleased just yet. But mm-hmm. um, I had released a new tune of mine in April called Comeback Kid. Mm-hmm. And it was a full band. Um, you know, song, which I think it deserved that because it was that kind of vibe. Yeah. Yep. Um, but we were, went into that stuff. So planned and so regimented. And um, I kind of told him, I'm like, you know, I like, I like having, you know, a schedule of what we're going to do, but um, you know, shouldn't we just, let's kind of go in and like,
1: not like wing it, but like, just see what happens. Yep. And yep. that's kind of what we're doing for this. So that, I'm getting really excited. That's cool. So it's, it's bold, but I always respect it when a producer tries to say like, let's, uh, let's honor the music and do something like less planned right you know see what happens and kind of move with it and I feel like you can get a lot of really good stuff that you didn't expect when you do that right 100 percent it's it's um it's bold you know what I mean right no I, I totally agree I think
0: I think there's just something cool about the aspect of kind of just seeing where it takes you because mm-hmm. um, music has a funny little way of doing stuff like that I mean there's been plenty of times in the studio where I'm like man like this song's missing you know, missing like a lick. And then mm-hmm. I'll think of a lick on the spot. I'm like, oh, okay, that's got some bones to it. And then just create something completely brand new yep. and you know, you know, kind of birth it right there in the studio. So I'm just kind of, I'm just not kind of, I'm very excited to just kind of, I don't know, just, just see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like I, I'm such a regimented person in my own. I mean, when you're on the road 10 mm-hmm. months yep. out of the year, I mean, you kind of gotta be when you're mm-hmm. booking in advance and you know, you gotta schedule and plan things out. But I'm kind of just excited to be like, you know what, let's just see where it goes because I'm so regimented all the time. I kind of want to just take a deep breath (laughs) Mm -hmm. and just go in and be like, hey, what about this? What about that? And, you know, we always had kind of an end goal of like, hey, we're going to work on this song for the month. And then once it's ready, you you know, start looking for a release date type of thing. And I I don't really want to do that. I kind of want to just go in and and record and kind of sit on some songs Mm -hmm. and, you know, release it when I feel like it's ready. And that's why I think it's just so much smarter to go in and record and, um, you know, have some content to sit on so you can figure out the, the releasing process. Cause that's part of being a recording artist for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and I've found too, as you know, most, especially independent artists that come in with a demo, that's usually an acoustic or a piano and a vocal, you know, it's, it's, it is really stripped down. Oh yeah. And so there's always, at least for me, i found there's a struggle and there's a danger when you start going into the big band production that it could lose some of its heart.
0: Uh, you know what? And that's kind of what Chris had, had mentioned to me because he's sitting there behind the kit and he's, he's he's adding, and I, you know, and admittedly, we both felt it. I mean, mm-hmm. I had felt, I'm like, ah, I just, I feel like this is kind of too much, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it, it's not even just like the drums aspect. Of it. I just think it's like, this song is cool in its own way right now. Let's see how we can build it a little bit more to give it a more of a full sound, but also not to just let's not pass that threshold of yep. where it's starting to ruin the song because yeah. that may not make sense to some people um, that don't, you know, that aren't music musicians or, or whatever. But I think most people can wrap their head around the fact of like, you know, overkill in mm-hmm. anything is not, yeah. a, not a good thing.
1: And I think it's something to where even if you're not specifically musically thoughtful. If you took two different versions of the song, one was a big band and one was kind of that more true to the music, if you will, kind of sound, and you showed them to two different groups of people, chances are they would connect more to the intentionality of, of trying to honor the music right. rather than just feeling like, I, I don't feel either way about this song. It just kind of sounds typical
0: right exactly and i I think that's kind of the stuff i'm trying to get away from is you know i'm an acoustic singer songwriter at the heart I'm, i'm i classify myself as an indie singer songwriter because you know i like it to keep it you know somewhat broad in that sense because or general um whatever you want to call it because i think that I have a lot of influences in all styles of music. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I take influences from indie rock, alternative rock, blues, soul, Americana, folk, all of that stuff, and just like classic acoustic singer-songwriter soft rock stuff yep. that I just, I at, at my core, I, I love. Um, so I think that's what what I really have been just trying to hone in mm-hmm. and just be like, you know, let's let's like I'm a big like Gregory Allen Isakov fan. Okay. Um, Isakov, whatever you want to, call it. I, I always say Isakov is the way that I had said it, but <laughs> like Justin Towns, Earl, Gregory Allen Isakov. I mean, I i'm you know, and going back to my like earlier roots, like I'm like I love Dave Matthews. I love mm-hmm. the, you know, I love like I love Mellencamp. I love um, Jackson Brown, Tom Petty, though like those older. um influences of mine and then taking it to the newer ones like the gregory allen isakovs the justin towns earls the you know the the his golden messengers Mm -hmm. the you know those types of groups and just songwriters um that just i i kind of want to mesh all that together i Mm -hmm. I, i'm i'm I, i never like to say like i am a you know i'm i am a you know, acoustic rock, singer-songwriter, straight for like, it's like, yeah, it's it's all general in that sense. But um, I think that some of my songs can be a little bit like, you know, harder in that sense where it's Mm -hmm. a little bit more closer to kind of like has a little bit more of an edge to it. Mm -hmm. And then there's some of my songs that can be a little bit more, you know, delightful in that way mm-hmm. where it's just not as you know not as edgy in that way so i think yeah. that's kind of why i like to kind of classify myself in that range because it's i think once you kind of classify yourself as one thing then you're trying to live up to one thing and, yeah you know and shout out to one of my favorite singer songwriters tom petty god rest his soul mm-hmm. you know he he had said on uh his serious channel that i i listen to all the time um that you know oh, you know, the heartbreakers now, when we went into the studio for this record, um, you know, we, we didn't talk about genres. We, mm-hmm. we just had songs, and, yeah. we, and we wrote them. And it's like, some of them had a little bit more of a pop sense to them. Some of them have a little bit more of a blues sense to them. And that's the beauty of it, I think, mm-hmm. in, as a singer-songwriter. Is once, you just, once you're kind of forcing a goal, to me, it's never worked for me. Mm-hmm. It's just I want it to come naturally. I want it's like if this song has a little bit more of a blues vibe to it, then you know this other one that's just a little bit more soft rock, mm-hmm. you know, and then this other one's a little bit more indie, and, and like I find that so fun because yep. you know I always bash, I, I love bashing the people or, or making fun of more so of the people <laughs> that sit there that say like, you know, oh. Pff this new record, I, I, I like their last record better, you know? I, I don't like what they're doing now. It's like, no, 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 like, people evolve like that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you gotta try different avenues as a musician because when you're in the heart of writing, mm-hmm.
1: you, you, you,
0: like, You're not gonna, you get so bored of writing those same type of songs. Or, like, if you're Mm -hmm. like, all right, let's go for a similar vibe. It's like, no, like, if you stumble upon a fun lick that you're working on or a fun chord progression, um, you know, the genre shouldn't matter. If it's something that you like and it's good
1: to your ear, Mm -hmm. that's all that matters. Ultimately, like, you're creating your sound. And I think there will be a continuity to it because if you hear it and you say, I really like that. It's you, right? right. And yeah. so keeping that, that keeps that box open so you can you can try different things in different genres. And instead of starting like you're saying right. with, I want to do a pop record or I want to do you know more of a rock record or you know whatever it is, like instead of starting there, you can be like, well, I really love this tone of electric guitar. I just love it all the yeah. time. So let's, 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 let's make sure let's do something with it. You know, let's and, not
0: put a let's yeah, let's not put like a box around it. Let's let's right. not say these are the parameters we're working within. Right. Let's just see where it goes. And
1: who knows what happens? Maybe then if, if you were just trying to think in a genre specific, then it's like, oh, you like that that tone of guitar. That's definitely a rock vibe. So this is going to be a rock album. But maybe as you're working, like you end up really messing with the sound of it. And all of a sudden it has a digitized sound that you're like, I didn't expect that. But that's dope. All of a sudden right. it sounds a lot more like a pop record. But if you're like, I love that, it's you.
0: Right at the end of the day, it's like I've heard so many records where there's one track where it's it sounds more more poppy in that sense, and then there's the next track. It's more hard rock, and it's like I like records like that because Mm -hmm. I think um, like don't get me wrong like thematic records are cool and like kind of concept albums. I, I I. don't think there's anything wrong
1: with those. Oh, no, I but, get behind those because oh, it's still intentional.
0: Oh, it's it, it, exactly, it's definitely intentional. And, and but you never know too the process of how they got there, too. So I think, mm-hmm. I think the process is just what's what always keeps me wanting to write more music and just being in you know in my space and you know messing with the progression or like hey this looks fun let's Mm -hmm. let's use this as like a a hook riff or you know something as like an outro or you know whatever it may be i think Mm -hmm. that's what's so interesting about the writing process and like i have probably about 65 works in progress right now that i have You know, messed, either mess around with for a couple hours or for a couple of minutes that are voice memos on my phone Mm -hmm. just to keep it remembered because I want to work on it. Um, But there's also plenty of songs that I've written that I've thrown to the wayside. And it's just like, I don't think it's just there yet. Mm -hmm. And I've, there's some songs right now that I'm working on going into the studio now that I've had, I've had progressions of or licks Mm -hmm. of from two or three years ago that are just making, you're kind of coming into into the light a little bit because it's, it's, It just it just flowed that way, and I think that's what's so great about music. It just you got to keep it fluid like that, and and I think for the most part, if uh, if you're going in, it's like we're writing this. This is what it it just gets. It
1: defeats the purpose
0: of art, in Mm -hmm. my opinion, and that's
1: that's just who I am. That's what's so cool about the music industry is it feels like I don't even like thinking it is an industry. Obviously, like it's you know it's a business and money and this and that. But like at its heart, if you're doing it right. The, the money is not the point, right? It's, right? it's capturing, like, creativity. It's capturing sound and emotion and, like, things that people can connect with. And there's just something that, like, transcends work in that, you know? Right. It's and, just so cool. Yeah, and I think that
0: if you're proud of the work you know the you know the compensation will come with it i think mm-hmm. it's more so just the fact of like where i've built myself as i've known that i always have wanted to be a touring artist mm-hmm. and i want my job to be thursday to sunday gigging for doing anywhere from two, three, four, five five gigs a week mm-hmm. because i freaking love it i yeah. mean it's just being out and, and connecting with people is what i love and i think that's what's so important about the whole music thing in general is that like if you are passionate about what you're doing and you're putting out solid content and you're building this portfolio, mm-hmm. when you reach out to book gigs and do that, other people will see that. Yeah. And if, if you're just blunt and honest with people and be like, look, this is what I love to do. This is who I am mm-hmm. and I have no you know, I, I I I this is who I am and that's what it is. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. And I've, I've just known so many musician friends of mine and, and, and other people who have asked me that are tr- like, that have just tried to get into music like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm afraid of this or I'm afraid of that. I'm like, well, if you're afraid of judgment and you're afraid of people, you know, saying things about your music, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing then because you know, Put stuff out. Who cares? Like, Mm. there's been plenty of content. I mean, like, my first EP was trash. I mean, (laughs) oh my god! Like, it's like I, I mean, like, I had an idea of how to sing, but I didn't. You know, my phrasing wasn't great at all. I mean, this was years ago too. And it's like, um, you know, I look at it and I'm like, I'm just like, man, like, how far I've come from that, Mm -hmm. from where I've been. And like, I mean, I've, I mean, as a, you know, I gladly my my voice coach who i've been with for years i I tell him like kick you know i'm like kick me in the butt you know like don't make it easy on me like Mm -hmm. which in he's so great shout out herschel edwards um (laughs) he's so good at being able to just let me kind of explain Mm -hmm. what i want to do and what i want like you know like there's been you know uh, sessions with him where I'm like, dude, like, I just cannot get the switch from my falsetto to my chest as comfortably as I've wanted to this past week. Can mm-hmm. we work on this? He's like, all right, three exercises right now. And just having that type of structure mm-hmm. to how you're doing things yeah. will ultimately let you kind of break out of that box yeah. of, you know, hey, at the end of the day, you're going to get judged in anything that you do i mean we live in a judgmental world mm-hmm. and i'd rather i'd rather put something out that i care about and have you know i mean i've oh my god i've had plenty of shows where it's you know you have you have certain people come up to you and give me like 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 I, for the most part, great compliments. A lot of people coming up and being like, loved your set, love your voice, love the way that you play the guitar, that type of thing, and that's so awesome. And thank you to those people who do that, (laughs) because it makes me feel nice. But also, like, I've had, you know, you have drunk people come up to you Mm -hmm. at sets, and they're just like, you know, play, Sweet Caroline by, you know, or, uh, who am I? Th- Neil Diamond. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm not, and I'm not going to do that. You know, it's like I'm not a request artist, so mm-hmm. I go to a set with covers and originals together already planned out. Right. And, you know, you'll have people and be like, oh, come on. You know, just like kind of waving you off and like, and like oh, you know, I've gotten like some backhanded comments before in, in a funny way of just like, you know, like, oh, you sounded pretty good. <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> you're like. Thank you. Okay, and it's like, and that's okay, because it's just, it's, it's, you know, I've had people come up like, hey, you know, your sound is not, you know, the sound I usually listen for, but I really liked what I heard. Mm-hmm. That's a compliment that I mm-hmm. love to get. It's not even, like, more so just like a observation. Yeah. And stuff like that. I think that's what builds the character of being on the road. When, like, I play in the Midwest, so it's like, for the most part, you're gonna get nice people mm-hmm. um, that, you know, come up to you and say, hey, great job, great job, and you still get, but you'll still get people that come up and say some things that you're just like, "Wow, okay, like, right. thank you for keeping me on my toes."
1: Right? Yeah. You know? Well, and you know, there's a there's maybe a healthy balance of that, right? Right. Um uh, oh, Of constructive, because I feel like sometimes, not like I love negative feedback, but I do feel like sometimes it pushes me to prove them wrong. Exactly. You know. Going to my next point,
0: I love all the like I loved all the hate I got when I was younger, like not about my, but just being like, oh, you know. I would always, you know, like uh, way I was kind of mentioning, like, you know, I had told, you know, I, I I believed in myself that this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. This is what I'm passionate about, being yeah. a musician and a working musician. And a lot of people were like, "Oh, what's your plan B?" You know, um, you know, there you can't make money doing that. Just like all this negative BS mm-hmm. that like I would not let get into here in a negative way. Yeah. I would take it as like, okay. It was kind of like, I like to say it, it's like the Michael Jordan approach because mm-hmm. I love Michael Jordan. Yeah. I think his mentality is what I try and base mine off of because of the way like, where he's like, oh, you know, you're, you'll never be good enough. It's like, okay, I'll prove you wrong. Mm-hmm. And that is the, the for, thank you to those types of people that mm-hmm. did not believe in me because I think that is what I have been able to, you know, it's, it's kept me level and, mm-hmm. and kept my head a little bit more clear of like, you know what, these people don't think you can do it. So prove them wrong. And yeah. then I've had people that have proven me wrong in the past who have actually shot me messages in the in the past year and been like, you know, I'm so proud of you and what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. sorry I doubted you type of stuff. And that yeah. makes you kind of feel good because yeah. you're like, all right, you know, you noticed. And you're like, we so, did this. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, people are like, dude, you're playing, you know, 15, 17 sets a month. Like, that's crazy. Like, you're going around the Midwest and stuff. And it's like, yeah, like, thank you for noticing that. But I'm like, this is what I've worked for. And I think it just has to do with the fact of just... Um, you know, putting in the work at the end of the day. I mean, it's, it, it, you know, I don't really necessarily care mm-hmm. what people think, Yeah. Um, but I also care about, you
1: know, what people are saying in the way of like, okay, what do they think I can't do? Okay, so question, tell me. Answer. Early on in the process of you actually, you know, being like, I wanna pursue music. This is like, what was it that, Actually, got you to the point of saying, I want to do this full time. Like, I know that's been on your heart for most of your life, but obviously, there was a point in time where you played no instrument. Right. And where that process changed of like, not only do I enjoy this, but I want to do this as like my thing.
0: Tell I, me about that. Yeah, I just, I didn't really resonate with a lot of things other than music. And like, I, I, like, there, there were other things that I did resonate with. Like, when I was in high school, I was in production. Um, so I was doing a lot of video and audio work, um, shooting, using you know, Canon DSLRs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and I, I really love that media side of things. Yeah. And I, I was doing that on top of being a musician. And I think I just, that kind of ignited in a fire. Like I just had fun. Mm-hmm. I just enjoyed what I was doing. I felt like I was living rather than existing. Yeah. Um, and like, I come from a family, like my, my brother was a, was a quarterback in high school, like big football guy. My dad played three sports. My dad played college basketball. Like, you know, so I grew up in like, I, and I love sports. Love, I love watching them, and mm. like, but like, I kind of grew up, and not, not forced, but kind of felt that I had to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. But my dad is a rocker. He loves music, and I just, I always loved. Like, I had family members that were older than me that played music. I have a mm-hmm. uh, older cousin of mine. Um, he's I actually was on the phone with on the way here. Um, he's a drummer, great drummer, death, freaking metal drummer too. So he is just double bass, yeah. China cymbal. Sh- 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 he's a rocker. Yeah. So And then I had another, my oldest cousin on my dad's side, um, he played bass and guitar. So I think I just was so interested in that and I learned so much from it. And I think it just clicked mentally for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just loved music. I mean, I just loved music. I mean, I just, I, I would spend days just, I, I mean, I didn't take my, my, um, earbuds out of my ears when I was in school. I mean, I'd be in class, I had one in and try and you know cover it and stuff like that. You know, just like that was the passion about it. I think it was just the soul of mm-hmm. of music that what is what really kind of kept me going. And I had realized I'm like, you know what? Like, I want to do this full time. I don't know how the heck to do it yet. Yeah. But I'm gonna figure it out. And that was like 20. I had my first like actual like first diving in to um, drums. I had, I had started on guitar. I got a guitar first. And then I kind of put it down. I tried sports for a little bit longer in sixth, seventh grade, and I just wasn't my thing.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then, um, you know, come 2012, when I was a freshman in high school, my best friend is a drummer. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Hey, man, like, start me off on my first drum lesson. Like, I really want to learn drums." So then I started learning drums while I'm playing guitar mm-hmm. behind it, right? Okay. So. Yeah. Um, and I just, I felt this connection with my friends and all my friends are musicians. Mm-hmm. So I just, we've, I felt this love and connection, like like it, it, was, it was more than just your typical connection with a friend, it was like above and beyond. And I've, I've played many gigs with my, my really good friend, shout out Greg Neime, he actually just moved out to LA. And um, he's pers- he's playing gig after gig out there. He's doing what I'm doing, and, and he's hitting it hard. Yeah. And I think seeing guys like that that I was friends with that really made me believe, like, okay, this is doable. And then, you know, you'd play I- – I've played so many crappy gigs to get to where I'm at now. you got to mm-hmm. kind of go through 50 miles of crap before you get to the good stuff, you know. Right. And um, i had kind of start to see that, like, all these shows that you weren't making, like – any money doing, at the end of the day, it's not about the money, but when you're traveling places and you're only getting paid out like 50 bucks
1: or 80 bucks, it just
0: doesn't, you know,
1: you can't do that. It's not sustainable.
0: Yeah. It's not sustainable at the end of the day. And it's, and it's not about money, but when it, when it's, you know, coming to, you know, realizing like, okay, what's a better way that I can do this to where I can like be self-sufficient.
1: Right. And like, um, I think there's a space to say, it's not about money. So I want to make enough that I don't have to stress about it being like, how can I actually bring in enough money to make it work?
0: 100%. And like, I think that kind of clicked for me. Cause I, all these were like draw shows. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Hey, you know, sell tickets. Um, and you know, we'll do a, like an 80, 20 door deal or like 60, 40 or, and I just thought all that was crap. I was mm-hmm. like, this is dumb. I'm like, what I'm like, I have to go. I'm like. We, like, we're, we're a local, like, I'm a local artist. Like, I'm, like, I have a very, like, like, when I had started, I just, like, had a very small following of family and friends. Yeah, And, you know, it slowly builds, but it takes time. Mm-hmm. And then they're sitting here trying to get you to sell tickets on a, on a on a Chicago show or, like, a even if it's a local show, it's still tough because yep. you're, like, you know, it shouldn't be like that. And I was, like, that's not the way it should be like that. I, I'm, like, I know working musicians who don't have to do that stuff. So then that's when I kind of thought, I'm, like, you know, I, I just want to do more... Like guarantee style shows where it's mm-hmm. like, all right, I'll learn. You know, I I I play I play two and three hour sets um, mm-hmm. since I gig so much. I don't like going over three just because of vocal strain and all that. Yeah. Um, but I realized I'm like, you know, this is kind of ridiculous. I'm like, I shouldn't have to be you know, worrying about like, oh, what are we, you know, who's gonna come out, who's gonna do this? It's like, I wanna I wanna build a crowd of, and, and pertain to people I've never met. I don't wanna mm-hmm. play to people who already know me. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and, and I do, but it's like, I don't wanna constantly be playing shows to the same people that have heard me all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. exclusively, like, I want people to come out that are a part of my fan base and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong, it's just the fact of like, I wanna keep building, right, mm-hmm. so. um. I just, I learned a lot of music, a lot of covers, wrote my, you know, just, I, and I still continue to do this stuff to this day, covers and originals, and, you know, I have three, you know, I always, if I'm pitching to a venue, like, hey, look, you know, I want to come in, I want to play a three-hour set, I'm mm-hmm. like, this is my price, this is what I can do, I provide all the sound, I make sure it's as easy as possible for the venues mm-hmm. to make it, you know, so I'm like, all you have to do is give me an outlet, that's it. Right. And I can run the rest, mm-hmm. and I and you know I give them the you know I tell them what it is, and, and it's worked out well for me because I'm an entertainer, mm-hmm. and it, I'm paid entertainment. Yeah, and I think that's the that's what they need to look at a lot of more musicians as is paid entertainment rather than just being like, oh yeah, here's the venue, we're giving you the venue, um, but you got to sell your own tickets. It's kind of like Walmart. It's like you come in, you grab your stuff, you go to the self checkout, you check your own stuff out, and you get the heck out of my store. Right. you know it's like, yeah. um, you know it's it's stuff like that that I just didn't feel was you know, it, it was, it was like, there's got to be a better way. And that's yeah. kind of the epiphany i had hit. And that's kind of what made me go like, I can do this mm-hmm. full time because if I just work hard and, and I, and I just show that I'm proud of myself and who I am yeah. at the end of the day, people are going to resonate with that. And you can only hope for that.
1: All right. Another question. So another answer <laughs> playing as many shows as you have, which is probably a lot at this point, yeah. Quite a lot. You gotta have some good stories of some really bad times that like oh, were yeah. not funny then, but they like kind of funny now. I mean, I got more honestly, a lot like a lot of funny
0: stories yes. rather than it being like bad. But I do have one bad story, okay. Um, bad story start, I'll, first. I'll start, I'll do a bad and a funny story. Funny story after, um, and, and it's, this one's <laughs> actually pretty messed up, but um, we had played a trio gig, um, and um a friend of mine's girlfriend was at the show. It was like her birthday, whatever. And she had like went down to the bathroom and she like walked out and this like hammered guy, like pulled out his junk and like flashed her. Yeah. Like really messed up stuff. And this was in Wrigleyville in Chicago. And it was just really messed up. Um, just like this dude was just hammered. And it blows my mind that like people that get drunk think that they can do that. Um, so that was a bad. And then um, my, my, <laughs> My buddy heard about it and he starts like, he makes a beeline to this guy and he starts getting in his face. And then, like, I see it going down and we put our guitars down. Were you, you were like playing a show while this was happening? We were playing a show and we literally, we literally had to get off stage. real fast because these the security was doing nothing about it mm-hmm. and i mean i'm not going to name the venue i don't want right. to do any of that i'm not going to name any names or sure. anything but it's just the fact of the situation and how crazy it was and we're going we're like pulling our buddy he's like and this guy is like our buddy's tall and then this guy was so short and yeah. he's it's like he's this guy is like he, he's got this like mega man complex like mm-hmm. it was like crazy and he's like trying he's like trying to pick fights and stuff and we're like yo 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 like like back off, everybody, like it's not like like, let's just let's let's dilute this a little bit. And then the the, the guy who, you know, flashed himself to, one, if if you are a, a male, don't ever do that. That is not. Right. Uh, that is not life a, lessons. Yeah, life lessons. And if you're if this you man had, is not a role model. Yeah, if you have not figured that out yet, that is not a manly thing to do. That is probably the most unmanly thing to do, or the most yeah. you know unhuman-like thing to do. You just don't do that to people. Right. Um. And you know, she was pretty horrified, and and I don't blame her. And um, yeah, she uh, you know, she was really upset about it. And we ended up just picking up. We were like, you know, uh, like my. Uh, my buddy had ran over, he's like, are you going to do anything about this? Like security was like, there, like five minutes after it happened. It's like, you should have been there right then and there. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we ended up just saying we're done. Mm -hmm. And I just told him, I'm like, this is ridiculous. We're leaving. Mm -hmm. So we ended up packing up. We got out to my car and we're at a stoplight and we see the dude walking like across. And, and, uh, my buddy got so mad he rolls down the window and he like started taunting him. And he was like, you know, screaming, like swearing at him, and, and all this. And he's like, you know, you know, you're a low life type of thing. Which, you know, I'm not saying he didn't deserve it, but I'm also like, let's just get out of here, right? You know, and
1: de-escalation's kind of the goal, right? Yeah, know. it's like
0: let's just get out of the situation here. Mm-hmm. And the guy comes over to my car and he starts like banging on the window. He's like, "Come fight me!" You know, he's just he's he's drunk and mm-hmm. he. I'm like I'm like, dude, we're sober. He is drunk. There's nothing that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like, good from this. Let's just get out of here. And the light turned green, and we zoomed off. So that was a bad one.
1: Yeah, that's um, that's not, like, a great start. I think the funniest no. part in my mind is how drastic the situation would have been of, all oh, this music's happening. It's cool. And it's like, music stops. There's no way to pretend what's happening. Right. It's and it's like, what's happening.
0: and, like, that's the thing. It was kind of like every man for themselves. So it was just kind of, I mean, that's what, I mean, you can run into stuff like that when you're in a major city. I mean, right. it's, and that's, it, it scarred my friend for a bit. And, and probably most
1: of your gigs are kind of like bar scene.
0: Sort of. Well, you know, yeah, so it's funny you say that. So like, um, you know, leading kind of into that, I do, like, my, my favorite gigs are, like, brewery, winery, cidery, distillery okay. gigs, those yeah, are my yeah, favorite, because yeah, yeah. that's, I think, where the best people are, because they're into a craft scene. Yeah, there's so a touch would, of class to it. Yeah, and yeah. They, they're they like they're into a craft scene, so, of course, they're gonna be more open to listening to not only original music, but also me playing stuff that people know, too, as well, mm-hmm. and, and just being able to, like, connect, and I love connecting with those types of crafts. I do play some bar stuff, um, but I, I don't play in the city that Much uh, Mm -hmm. city Chicago. Um, I do like to get out there for like private events and like there's certain venues I love to go to out there. Yeah. Um, but it's just driving into the city is a fiasco. I just can't. (laughs) I can't wrap my mind around it. I'm just like I. I can never live downtown Chicago. I just couldn't do it. Right. And so that's like, that's just one of those bad stories that kind of happened where I'm like I'm gonna pump the brakes on city shows for a little bit. Right. And then you know I've I've got back into into the swing of it. But um. You know, a funny story to kind right, of dilute the badness. Bad so that, story. Well
1: done. That's yeah, definitely yeah. not a great time. No,
0: definitely not. Um, but a funny story was I was playing a gig uh, in the Burbs, uh, you know, kind of around me. I was at the, It was a playing field gig. Mm-hmm. And this dude, like, comes in as I'm setting up. And I'm in a brewery. And he comes in. And he's just this, like, older, bald dude. Mm-hmm. And he comes in with the guitar, like beat up guitar. And mm-hmm. he just starts like, he, he's like, he's like, hey, you want to hear a song? And I was like, I'm kind of like working here. Like I'm kind of <laughs> setting up like, so I, I, you know, to humor him, you know, I was just like, yeah, i like, play me something. And he was—you could just tell this guy was—he was on some drugs or something. He was—he mm-hmm. he might have been a little drunk or something. There's a lot of like similarities in these story. A lot he wasn't—he wasn't, was he wasn't entirely
1: much. present. Is yeah, what you're yeah, yeah, he
0: was just mentally not—not not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, hey, "You see this guitar? Seven hundred dollar guitar, man." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "You got gypped on that? Because that guitar—it it was like—it <laughs> looked like a fur. It was like a." Um, Oh, uh, what is What is the, what is the uh, first act like? Those oh. <laughs> you know, little play guitars. It, it, it wasn't that small, but it was like a brand nobody ever heard of. Mm-hmm. I've never even heard of it. I, I'm a I'm a gear geek, so I'm like I'm like I think he got kind of gypped on that. Yeah, and, and so I was like, oh, okay. And the guy was like, hey, have a good set, man. And he walked out. So I was like, okay, like that was weird, but the road, right? And uh, <laughs> so I'm playing mid song, and he comes back in. Yeah, and he like. I'm I'm playing. I'm singing like this. I'm singing and playing. I'm working. And this dude, and and this is during COVID, and this dude gets this close to my face. Yeah. and And he's like, rocking out with me and i'm kind of like pulling back and i'm like i kind of pulled over i'm like dude you gotta get out of my, like get out of my space
1: yeah you know i was like you gotta get out of. Here. were you kind of on like a stage or was it even floor it was just even floor okay, okay. um
0: i had just kind of a carved out section that was all for me sure, sure. um and i was playing into a, a tap room but out to a patio too so i had like one speaker going into the tap room one going out to the patio yeah and and he's just <laughs> He's like getting in my face and like... He was just really excited yeah, to be there. Yeah, I guess he was. And the, <laughs> But the funniest part of the story is I was told by the brewery that he got a beer and obviously they served it in glasses. He ended up chugging the beer, hopping the fence and stole one of their glasses and just sprinted <laughs> off. It was so funny. I was dying laughing. I was it like, was man, I just shake my head. I'm like, man, just some people in this world are just crazy. So that's a little funny story to kind of dilute the 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 weirdness of the last one right, but right, I th- right i thought i would tell a little yin, yin and a little yang right, type right. of stories there yeah no that you uh, gotta differentiate it but right that, that was kind of one of my favorite favorite moments it's on, a, it's a fun
1: it's a fun um, job because you probably get a lot of stories like that oh it's it's a non-stop i mean it's such as the nature of meet, meeting people oh yeah right I and mean, you just meet some brutal people i
0: mean you, like it, it's tough sometimes because like you know i love people who come up and like say, hey, do you know any of this or whatever and I'm like I was just telling them like hey, I'm an original artist I, I play like you know I say it before I start my sets mm-hmm. I said, hey, you know I, I um you know, my name's Grant Miller and I'm a I'm a, a Midwest touring singer songwriter. Uh, tonight I'm going to be doing a mix of uh, covers from the 1970s to modern day rock and my own originals. I have a set written out. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy. I hope I can play something that you uh, take home with you. And, you know, when, when you go home, I hope you can just be in the car saying, hey, you know, that guy was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, just keep it cool like that. And then, you know, people be like, hey, can you I had a guy come up to me. And say, do you know any Sinead O'Connor? And I'm like, I don't play Sinead O'Connor. I'm sorry, but I appreciate the, uh, right. you know, I appreciate the the ask. And then you'll have people come up and like, hey, do you do this? Do you do this? like the worst is when you're playing acoustic. Like solo acoustic, and you have like some dads coming up to you, and they're like, yeah, do you know any Metallica?" And, and I'm like, like, "Dude, I'm a, I'm, I'm like, I, I, I'm not a, like, I, and no knock against Metallica, they're just not my style. They're not right. what I like to play, right? And I, but it's easy because all you just tell them, like, "Hey, look, I'm not a request artist. I'm actually a, I'm an original artist, so I come with a set already written." They're like, "Oh, dude, just keep playing what you're playing. Then that's totally cool. Like you're killing it."
1: Mm-hmm. So you are in a spot that I think a lot of musicians want to be at and we kind of talked about this before right like people doubted you they're like you can't do this as your full-time thing yeah, there's like, no what? money in what's it what's your plan b right, right. and you man. kind of pushed through and got there uh, and i think that's that's something a lot of musicians struggle with the reality of i want to do this but i i need i can't go all in it just won't work right now um, but you're actually doing it
0: what?
1: um so i'm curious what what's been one of the the struggles in making music as your career I think uh, probably the
0: biggest struggle of doing what I do is um, getting enough sleep.
1: <laughs> that's a
0: rough one, because I mean, that's like may or just probably the biggest struggle of getting there is just getting more so just like the like the mentality, right? So making sure you're getting. Like you're putting this first, so making sure you're getting enough sleep, making sure you're having a a good meal before your show. Mm -hmm. Like those little things, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't sound like much. I know it sounds kind of goofy, but it's so important Mm -hmm. to the aspect of pushing yourself to, it's all about the attitude. It's all about the mentality. If you don't love what you, I mean, look, there's gigs where I'll wake up one day, I'm like, oh man, it's like, it's a Sunday gig. I'm like, end of the week, let's do it on a great note. right? Mm -hmm. And then there's other Sundays where I'm like, oh man am i tired right you know i'm like i just i and but i'm like you know what i just wake up in the morning give myself a little slap on the face wake up and i'm like you know what hey we get to do this for a living this is mm-hmm. great and just counting your blessings in that way i think mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what was a, a hard part about getting there because you know you would sit there and you, you could be like man like you know, you get caught up in all the crap of like, you know, oh man, are, you know, are these people really right? You know, man, this Mm -hmm. is, this is tough. Like, cause I won't, I won't, you know, I I won't lie. I mean, starting out and, and, and being able to gig that much, I mean, it's, it's tiresome, man. Like that's why I jokingly said that making sure you get a lot of sleep. Cause that can really like, when you're, when you're tired, I mean, at least for me, like when I'm tired, it is, it's tough to really find that like, Energy where I'm just like, hey guys, you know, how's it going? My name's Grant. Like introducing myself. Right. And you know, some sets are just purely entertaining gigs where it's like, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? Go there and play the set and just hang and mm-hmm. enjoy yourself. But then there's other venues where it's like, I want to. Ninety-five percent of the time, I want to touch the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that is, you know, in a, in in one small sentence, um, I can say that the mentality is the hardest part about getting. There, so mm-hmm. any musicians that are out there and that want to do that stuff and, and do what I'm doing, just learn as much music as you can, and just realize that if if you commit to a schedule and making sure that you're putting this stuff in or first and making it serious, you're, mm-hmm. you'll get there. I mean, it it yeah. takes time. <laughs> I mean, you better be patient. Mm-hmm. But I would say that's that's definitely the hardest hardest part. And I think I've kind of I have that down mm-hmm. in a sense. And i think now it's just you're just, i'm just kind of basking in the love of the fact that like you know what i've worked ahead of time mm-hmm. and now i get to just be on the road and enjoy what i'm doing and just connect
1: yeah it sounds like you're talking about um the the idea of discipline oh yeah you know and we were kind of talking about this kind of offline before we sat down but the idea of knowing where you want to go and being okay with the steps that aren't there yet to move you there, like 100%. like the idea of working a job that you don't feel passionate about, but knowing, hey, this is a means to an end. I'm not going to be here forever, but I'm going to put my all into this now because I know it's going to move me to where I want to go. Right. And so it, it goes. Like that discipline works all the way from I'm going to make these choices right now in in like the the season that I'm in, the job that I'm going to work, the right. things I'm going to do, and it works all the way to you know what time can I realistically go to bed and realistically wake up consistently? And, or what am I going to do to have healthy routines in my life? Because I've found that like holistically when you're healthy in this way, you kind of, your, your mind is healthy in this way as well, mm-hmm. you know, and it kind of works into that, that energy that you can bring to the stage. The word you just said is that is most important is
0: being somebody in the, in the line of work that I'm doing is consistency. Mm -hmm. you need to be consistent you need to be regimented you need to be disciplined i mean Mm i yeah i i've stunk at it the last two weeks for whatever reason i've been so tired but Mm -hmm. i'm always making sure i'm not i'm up no later than 8 a.m i mean that's reasonable and i think it's reasonable i like being up early though i Mm -hmm. like being up at like Six thirty-seven, mm-hmm. having a morning and realizing, oh my gosh, I got five hours till noon. Let's yeah. go, right? You know stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the consistency thing, man, that is the most important part yeah. about being a touring musician and being on the road. And it's like you don't need this John Mayer following right now. John Mayer and plenty—I mean, big influence to me that I actually didn't even mention. Shout out Johnny Mayer, but I'm using him as an example because he is. He is so famous in his own regard, but also with like Dead and Company um, Mm -hmm. and playing with the Grateful Dead. Um, You know, John Mayer was playing, you know, he he was playing around Atlanta, Georgia, and he was playing crappy gigs. Mm -hmm. He was playing cheap bar gigs. He was in, he was like, all right, well, there's got to be another way. And he just kept slinging it. He kept, fit, he just kept playing. I mean, I mean, there's days, you know, I, I double gig days. I've had days where I triple gig and I'm tired, mm-hmm. but it's for the love of it. And it's yeah. like, you know what, if I do this, I'm just one step closer to where I wanna be. Mm-hmm. And that's where the consistency and discipline comes in, I think.
1: Yeah, it's it's enjoying the journey. Exactly,
0: I think I think a lot of people are so caught up on the end goal, on the end. Like, oh, I wanna get to there. But it's like, enjoy the ride while you're there because like, I'm, and I'm sure you guys have seen it online too. I mean, I'm sure people who are listening to this podcast who have seen it too, like, you know, there's a lot of people out there like, oh, Spotify doesn't pay musicians anything. It's like, <laughs> they're a corporation. They're not gonna pay you anything. <laughs> That's something you gotta be comfortable with if you know right. that when you're releasing music. If you're releasing music purely based off the fact of make fact of making money, you're doing it for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. And if you're putting out your original content and focusing on numbers and streams and stuff, look, I get it. Numbers are always great to look at. Yeah, But... Got to understand that it's always good to see that side of things with the numbers and see like oh you know I, I want I want this single to do good and mm-hmm. I want I want it to resonate with people. Don't get me wrong, that is one hundred percent valid. But if you're in it for oh I want all this Spotify money, you're doing it for the wrong reason, man. Like just go out and gig and love what you're doing and just touch people's hearts yeah. and just just. I, and 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 this isn't like an arrogance thing or anything. But I've had people, I've had a lot of people come up to me and be like, you know, I really resonated with your story. Mm-hmm. And that is just everything. I, I mean, I'm a humble dude. I I've never, I'm not a bragger. Mm-hmm. I never do any. I love helping people. Yeah. And I and I love leaving an impression on people. And mm-hmm. that makes my day when people are like, you know what, like I understood your story and I yeah. like your story. Yeah. That's what you got to do if mm-hmm. you want to be a, a, a touring musician in that way. It's like just go out there and have fun, man. Mm-hmm. You're playing music. Yeah. Let's not forget about the whole point of you're playing music, right? And you're making a living doing it.
1: And that not a lot of people can say that. So I want to hear like if you could be anywhere in the music industry, lofty goals attainable, like anywhere you could go, where would that be?
0: Man, I just I just want to play music. At the end of the day, I think a lot of I think there's a lot of things in the world people, ah, I want to be famous. I, I don't, to me, it's like, I just want to entertain. I just want to, mm. I just want to write. I just, I want to write. I mean, first and foremost, I'm a. I'm a songwriter. So, uh, singer and songwriter. So, I mean, I just, I love, I mean, I, I just love expression. And, yeah. um, you know, it's like, you know, oh, like, you know, you get people that are like, hey, you should go on The Voice or go on American Idol. I'm like, uh, no. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, there's nothing wrong with those types of, of shows. I just, it's not... It's not like a goal of mine, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like that's just like everybody associates like, "Oh, you're a musician, go on th- those shows," you know. Mm-hmm. No, my dreams are to just be playing music mm-hmm. for for the rest of my life until until these fingers can't go no more and this voice is shot. I think right. uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm a simpleton, man. I'm just I just wanna I just wanna keep doing what I'm doing. I just wanna make mm-hmm. a living doing what I'm doing. I wanna just be wanna make a good good living. Um, you know, I'm not a materialistic guy, other than my guitars, and uh, that's that's really, really, you know, about it. I mean, a dream of mine is to obviously play with some of my favorite musicians and, yeah. and do some bigger tours, and that's always fun. I mean, mm-hmm. those are those are big dreams of just doing big tours, and uh, but I, I would say just like my biggest dream is to be able to play, just me and my guitar, or with with a, with my band or whatever. Um, you know, and just play play some really fun big shows. I just yeah. love, I mean, touring is my favorite part. Hmm. You know, I love recording because it's kind of, a, it's kind of the yang mm-hmm. of the yin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you kind of get this sit back and you, you can fix your mistakes, mm-hmm. you know, in the studio and stuff. But when you're on stage, you can't. Yeah. And I love that. I love that like, kind of balls to the wall type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, this kind of like, don't screw up type of vibe. Mm-hmm. I think I just love it. I, I just love it. I, I love that challenge of like, okay, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's just the ultimate goal is just, just playing in front of big crowds and, and just making people happy and and, and people being like, man, that was, that was a heck of a show. Yeah. You know, and stuff like, like touring and just releasing albums. And, you know, I think all that leading to basically one monumental dream is to just be able to be recording albums that really catch on and, mm. you know, build a big, big fan base. That's like the number one goal mm-hmm. and more, you know, and, and, you know, I'd say it's a dream, but it's more of a big goal of mine. You know, yeah. I think it's like, you know, I know I can reach that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got to keep working. It's just and the journey. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's really what it is. It's yeah. a journey. Because I think, I think the journey is what, excites me and, and what's keep, keeps me going rather than just like, you know, the word dreams. Cause I, you yeah, know, of course I have a lot of dreams and what I want to do with music and everything. But um, it's just the fact that, you know, playing music, I mean, dude, I just don't even feel like I I, I there's no other feeling I get when I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Like it's just this weird like I I try I've tried to explain it to like my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I've tried to explain it to my, you know, family and stuff. It's just like to me it's just like this blanket. It Mm -hmm. just kind of gets put over you, and it's like it's, it's like you can do no wrong, in a way. But you can't, you know. Mm -hmm. You can screw up a lot. But to me, it feels like I'm I'm just so I love what I'm doing. It's just like I'm just enjoying. every yeah, every single second of this song I'm playing, or every single second of this show because I just I'm a huge comedy fan too. Mm -hmm. So like I in between songs. I like to tell stories and you know i mean as you guys can tell i'm a talker so it's like, <laughs> that's why i love doing podcasts so it's like you know i love telling stories and just resonating with people and like i just love when i mean it means so much when people come up to me and just say i love your story and I, and I love to i love you know like there's there are people out there that are just like play the hits you know about like you know certain artists and like you know um there's this show uh, I'm a big fan of. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. It's called I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. Yeah. It yeah. is it's, it's such a great show. It's hard
1: to describe it. I can't decide if I love it or not. It's just an insane skit show. I mean, right. it's just
0: like it's just at the end of the day it's just like it's so funny to me because I saw there's this one skit where he's he's out at dinner with his his date. Mm -hmm. and he's getting really bothered because she keeps taking all the chips and the loaded nachos with all the chicken and all the like (laughs) queso on it. And he goes over to this waiter and he's like, Hey look like my date is like taking all the good chips like I'm barely getting anything I get maybe a little bit of cheese and like one little hunk of meat on there and he goes back to the table and they're having this conversation he's like begging the waiter to go over and say hey there's a rule like if you're sharing if you're sharing you can't take all the you can't take all the good chips and before the waiter gets there the conversation that he's having she goes like when i go to a concert like and you could just tell like it was meant to look like just like (laughs) they meant it to be like a terrible date like the per the the girl that he was with to just be like just this like just like terrible person and she was just like yeah when i go to a concert like don't play your new stuff like just play your hits (laughs) type of thing and i sit there and it makes me laugh because i'm like you know with the fact of that whole aspect of like you know play your hits and do this and do that like i think that is so mind-blowing that people actually think that way Mm -hmm. and i don't i've always been somebody who's so accepting of new original music and i think while being on the road and why i love what i do and playing like breweries wineries cideries Mm -hmm. distilleries they're all urries right Mm -hmm. right um they accept that original music so much more and that's why mm-hmm. i love going to that and like to the the whole point is just the fact of like the original music that i love to like just play out and new stuff i love to to do i like explaining what the song's about or how it was mm-hmm. how it was like brought together and you know how this song was created stuff like that i think yeah. that's that's more so the big dream and the big aspect of your question that I think is just being able to write songs that, you know, aren't this like super, like doesn't have to always be super intricate and bold all the time. You know, it can just be a song that resonates with people. And I think that's Mm. as as
1: a society and people like that's what we need. You know, we need more of that. I think your dream is uh, a good one. It's a solid one. Thank you. Because it's, it's not. There's not really a specific end, and I mean that in like a good way, because it, it's, it's, you know, your idea of, of just growing your your fan base of people that know about your stuff and feel right. like are moved by the things that you write. There's not really an end of like this is this is making it. This is where I've made it, you know, and because exactly. I think a lot of people have. A high dream and and they they are living to that end once they hit there they feel like they're like well what do i do now yeah because then you just kind of plateau yeah but being in your spot of being like i just want to play music for people and connect with people have people moved by what i do no matter what the scale of it is i'm happy um that that leaves room to grow and to move but that's not like i'm not content until i'm there
0: yeah it's been a big epiphany moment within the last two years of my music life i mm-hmm. um, just realizing like, I love what I'm doing right now. Like, I don't want to stop doing this stuff. And it's like, all I want is just this, the, like, you know, when you say, like, oh, what are some of your dreams? Like, I, I guess my just biggest dream is just keep building that fan base, just connecting with more and more people. Mm-hmm. I love people. I mean, I hate a lot of people too, but <laughs> not hate, but you know, just <laughs> some of the way that some people treat other people, it, it m- makes me mind boggled. Yeah. Cause it's like, Hey, yo, we're all, we're all the, we're all, we're all, we're all people. Right. so it's like people are complicated like complicated that. that's the thing i yeah. don't like the complication thank you for that um i don't like the complication that comes with it. i just like it the fact of like hey i'm writing music and you enjoy it let's just have that relationship of like hey you like what i'm doing and i like i like that you're supporting so it's like like i like to do stuff like you know i'll, I'll be at shows and i'll just like i'll like when i go on like my like if i do a three-hour set like i'll play an hour and a half and i'll do like a 20-minute set break mm-hmm. and like on the mic i'll just like be like, hey, I got some merchandise I'm looking to give away, like, anybody want a free free shirt or a free hat and stuff? And then people are oh, yeah. Like, right. you know, like, giving back to that stuff. And, like, I'll do, like, giveaways on my page and on, like, like I have a group on Facebook mm-hmm. called the Grant Miller and Jamly. Oh, nice. And, nice. And... Um, yeah, so I and, I and I'll just like and hey, I'm not a part of that. Well, I got, I'll have to send you a request. You now. should, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, now that now that we've met, now I'll get the uh, we'll, we'll do the whole Facebook friend request. Right, and we'll, it'll
1: be Facebook official.
0: Yeah, Facebook official, wow. fish, baby. Wow. Let's go. Look at that. Yeah, but you know, doing stuff like that just to give back. You yeah, know, it's like, hey, I appreciate you supporting me. Thanks for coming out to my shows here's a free shirt and here's this or like you know if I, you know when I release a new song and stuff like I'll, I like to do like the like the pre-save link stuff and just send it to the you know the jamly and stuff and just mm-hmm. say hey you know here's here's the or here's a here's a taste of the song before it comes out and yeah. nobody else has heard this stuff and just like building that exclusivity to those people is mm-hmm. is I think a great way to just give back yeah. and show like the appreciation so it's just like yeah the there's people are just complex, and I just wanna I just wanna make people happy, and and the people that wanna listen and wanna be, you know, wanna listen to that stuff are naturally gonna be there and, mm-hmm. and come to that. You know, I I feel like a lot of people who hate on other musicians, like I've had other musicians friends like, dude, you wouldn't believe this one guy at this set, or you wouldn't believe this, and I've had many of those types of times too. But like, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like those types of people are just like, kind of, they're either not seeking out any of that. And so they feel like they have a right to say something, which I don't get why anybody would think that. Um, yeah. Or it's also just like you know maybe somebody's not as you know not as happy maybe in their life, and they feel like they you know are just they kind of project mm-hmm. you know their own unhappiness. So I've had a, I've had people at gigs who are just kind of like you know you can tell they're kind of like they're listening but they're not tuned in you know mm-hmm. and i my favorite thing is like calling out tables like doing a little like i do i do crowd work it's kind of <laughs> yeah. like comedians do um i think that's what i find as a specialty if you come to a show of mine is i like to just kind of like pick people out like not in a mean way like hey you and more <laughs> right. so just like hey how are you guys doing you know like where are you guys from like wh- what are you up to what do you guys do for a living you know connecting that way mm-hmm. that's where you connect with people because y- you know you I mean you guys have been to you guys have been out to eat and stuff and you know, been to like breweries, I'm sure, and like mm-hmm. winery stuff and you see that there's musicians there and it's like, you know, a lot of musicians just kinda shut up and play, which is fine. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you don't have to do that. Some gigs are a shut up and play gig, as I like to say, just like kinda like, Hey, this next song is this. Um, you know, if it's an original, I always just keep it simple. I'm like, this song's about Perspective. This song's about perseverance. This song's about you know this and that. Mm -hmm. And um, you know those there's those types of gigs. But there's also I like to pride myself on the fact that I you know kind of break that mold of like okay he's not just the entertainment you know he's Mm -hmm. he's trying to connect with people and give them a memorable experience because I want a venue to be like dude we want you back like that Mm -hmm. was fun and like the way that you do stuff is really you know really interesting and i think that uh i think that's what's most important um in the work that i do because i I just i just want to have fun i just want people to have fun i just well i mean we're all gonna die at some point (laughs) so we might as well have fun with it let's not hold any grudges let's just kick back hey enjoy your drink and and whatever maybe your food if it's a food place where i'm playing at and um you know and just and just kick back and listen and you know i the the people that always like you get you get like hard like a hard left and right to it so like mm-hmm. on the way left you got like you got the people that just don't wanna interact like i I've, I've done some crowd <laughs> like with people i like,
1: came here to yeah. eat my dinner and leave and In, leave yeah so that, and that's fine but
0: i find it so funny because i'm like I'm like, you. I, I'll be like, you didn't think I was going to talk to you, did you. And they're like, no, I actually didn't. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, hey, enjoy your food. I just wanted to say hello and introduce myself. And I hope you have a great rest of your evening. And I hope you can go home and say, hey, that guy was pretty cool. And a lot of people just kind of, you know, they'll smile and be like, oh, okay, this is cool. You know, like right. I didn't intend to do that. And then you get the far right with just people are talking. And, I'm, and this is a non-political
1: sense. This is just direction. <laughs> <and the ice. laughs> like you start and you're like. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I meant
0: just more so a a spectrum of the East and the West. Yeah, East and
1: the Yeah, there we go. Let's let's do that, (laughs) right?
0: Let's not get caught up because I am not a political person. But um you get like the right side of stuff where or the East side of stuff where it's (laughs) like, you know, you get people who are just talking way too much. And you're like, all right, like like I've had I've had times where I'm in between a song and I'm like having like these conversations with somebody and they're like they just keep going and going. I'm like, and I've had to be like, all right. I appreciate this, but I have to do my job, so I'm going to go into my next song. And <laughs> and so like, really, there's, there's, yeah, there's no bad qualities to it. It's just mm-hmm. funny, different types of people.
1: Yeah, and I think that's what you learn. Um, well, it seems like you're pretty good at like connecting with people. Like I, I see that you've been saying like that's like your passion. That's that's what you want to do, and it seems like something that that you naturally enjoy and connect with. So I think oh, yeah. I think you're going to do great. Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah. that. And
0: I, I will say the the worst part um it's just uncomfortable for me because mm-hmm. i just it's like all right a venue invites you come out they pay you to come out to play right what do you want to do you want to go out there and play and you want to leave a you want to leave people with an impression and mm-hmm. you want to you want to be like wow that's that was really great um but the worst is when like i guess it can kind of go down as funny stories but this has happened all too many times and like well one you're always going to get a free bird at a gig. You're mm-hmm. always going to get some free bird, you know. <laughs> and and I'll always call it out I'm like I'm like this wouldn't be a real gig if somebody didn't say that. So thank you for uh you know <laughs> thanks for doing that, right?
1: Do an acoustic set of free free birds. Love that. <laughs> right? Yeah, but like You just like awkwardly do the acoustic like the solo on an acoustic with no backing. Oh, it would just that would be so uh, please do that one oh, time. Oh man, one I, time. I,
0: I would cringe it myself. I would just be like, oh
1: my How much gosh, would I, I have to pay, 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 pay you to do that at a set? Oh my God. A pretty penny. Okay. It would be tough. I'll save. <laughs> so, <laughs> see, well, this is
0: for the for the free bird grant set. But like the worst is when you get people coming up. And like I've actually like, like, I I'll I'll think they're joking. Mm-hmm. Like they'll come and be like, Yeah, can I sing with you? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, funny. And they're like, no, no, like really. And I'm like, no like <laughs> no i'm not going to like i i'm getting i'm getting paid to be here i'm not going to like i had and, and this guy was super sweet a super sweet guy yeah but like he had like he was like walking up to me in between songs this was at a gig on sunday this sunday yeah this literally it was 2 yeah. days ago nice. sweet guy um but he had like, he was kind of like awkwardly standing. I was on a riser, uh-huh. and he was like <laughs> standing like by me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What's up, man?" Like I just, you know, because I'm like, "Dude, you're just awkwardly standing, hands in pockets, just like smiling." Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know what this guy looked like. He had shades on. He had a hat down. Like whatever, it was kind of weird. And I was mm-hmm. like, "What's up?" And he's like, "He's like, dude, I'm a musician too. Like, you know, can I sing with you?" And I'm like, "Well, I only got one mic, and um, I don't really know you." <laughs> and I don't want to get COVID, so um, you can't come up here. But he's like, he's like, no, no. He's, he's like, if it's cool, if I just kind of add some harmonies on the side, like not mic'd up, you know, just to do it, just because you know I love the connection. And I was just like, this is weird. Like, I don't, I don't like that. I don't. It's just, it's right. a weird because it's like, what am I gonna say? Right. You know. Plus, if he's not actually that good. Yeah, what do you what do you do that? that That's the thing. It's like you kind of just play it off like, hey, man, good on you. Right. And but so I start playing. I was playing I Won't Back Down by Tom Petty. I did my rendition and this guy is hitting these harmonies to a T and it was cool. So I was like, <laughs> dude, I was like, all right, that worked out. Right. But There's other situations like I had this lady walk in. She's like, you got a second mic or like, no, no, I love it when people say like, oh, I want to come sing with you. And then I put them on the spot and I say, well, I got a second and third mic in my bag and I got a couple more inputs if you want to come up here like jokingly and they're like no 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 and i'm like
1: seeing it. it's like you could just tell they're just doing it to kind of just be." but did you do that once yeah. and they were like okay yeah will oh, you do that thankfully no not that because <laughs> that'll happen yeah but i've that.
0: noticed that a lot of people when they get put on the spot like that go like oh no no i was just kidding you know so i think that's the that's the nice part about it is like you know for the most part people don't come up because it's like I just let me let me entertain. Like this is what I was paid to do, and I want to do this.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. Well, stuff. we're short on time, but before we leave, I want to first of all say thank you. For coming thank you out. for having fun. me out,
0: guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate
1: um, it. Also, though, I know, like, usually I'd ask like, what's like the next step? But I kind of know that because you said you're working on some some music right now. We right. talked about that. Um, just kind of. Tell us a little bit about the process of what these next couple months is going to look like and what we could get excited for, both myself and Ben, but also the people that are listening. Yeah. Um, And then you can finish up with, like, how people could actually find those things. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, so uh,
0: these all the way to December. So I do take January and February off as shows, so I, 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 I vacation a little bit. Um, and then it's just really booking my 2022 and uh, writing, so mm-hmm. that's just kind of all I do. And then you know I have some part time stuff. I'm a I'm a guitar instructor and mm-hmm. um, I do voice stuff too. So that's kind of what I focus on too a little bit. It's not as you know as demanding as being on the road, right? Right. But these next couple of months, what I'll be up to is I'll be hitting the studio, uh, working on a ton of new originals. Don't know how many we're gonna be doing just yet. I don't know if I want to do an EP or a, or an actual LP. Mm-hmm. Um, We're just we're gonna kind of just ride that wave and kind of see where it goes but that's kind of what i'm up to um i'm gonna be finishing up my 2021 tour of the whole year from i started in april this year just because you know i was like i'll start in the warmer months you Mm -hmm. know rather than you know because march is kind of bleak right um but that's when things start to kind of come back but um yeah, so I, I go all the way to December and then I, I take off, right? Like uh, my last weekend is the weekend before Christmas and all the holiday stuff. Mm. So, um, so. So yeah, that's kind of really what you can expect from me. Is just like I'll be I'll be hitting the studio real hard, um, and and working work. on that new direction project. Yeah, I'm very excited I, about yeah, that. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I think it's gonna be really cool, and uh, I think we're just gonna find some elements that weren't there before. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most important when you're going into the studio every time. It's just finding some new things, and and that's what's going on with me. And just and just regularly hitting the road. I'm, I was, like this from May to august early september i was in all four states Hmm. Um, but now kind of fall to winter i kind of stick around southern wisconsin and chicagoland a little Mm -hmm. bit more and like northwest indiana um, and a little bit of southern michigan so i just kind of do a smaller loop Um, but for the most part it's a lot of illinois shows for the rest of the year so um, if you're in the area you can find all my shows just head to my website it's millerinmusic.com mm-hmm. so it's just m i l l i r e n music.com um, it's a pretty straightforward and intuitive website you press tour you can see all of my shows that makes sense yeah you press you press <laughs> music you'll see all of my releases um and you press my homepage and it'll just keep you you know i have small blurbs of like little newsletter stuff saying like hey this is what i'm up to come on out um You know, this is what we're doing, Mm -hmm. that type of stuff. You can find me on all the social medias, too. So Instagram and Facebook is just at The Miller in Things. It's a little um, fun little thing I did because my first album was called The Little Things. So I thought it'd be fun Mm -hmm. to do a little... You know username like that you i mean you can just type my name on facebook grant millerin or uh, you can you know type in the username um instagram obviously works by handles like at the Millerin and things so right. that's that's where you can find me i'm not a twitter guy don't do twitter um just just I don't know. Just not. Just a, not your vibe. Just you know? not a thing for me. I don't know do why. I...
1: Uh, do you have music on like Spotify, Apple Music, all the places? Yeah, so a- every streaming
0: service I'm on. So Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, um, YouTube. What else do people listen to? Um, what's another one? Google Amazon Play. <laughs> Google
1: Play, that too. I don't even, know. does Google Play still exist? I don't think so. It might I exist. I don't know. Sorry, but... no judgment if you use Google Play.
0: Yeah, no, no judgment there, but um, definitely a little weird. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> but yeah all the streaming services you can find me on there definitely would appreciate it uh, if, you know sharing any type of stuff, tag me. I'll shout you guys out. I love connecting with people. So, um, you know, that's where you can find me. Thank you guys so much for having me on the show. and Yeah, thanks you know, for coming. Yeah, hope to be back. You know, with if maybe we can do a little show when the album releases or something, we could do a little mm. studio session. and That hoping, would be fun. Yeah, hoping to do that. It's just too beautiful of a studio right. to pass up. So. It's such a vibe. Yeah, so thank you guys so much. You know, shout out to Caffeinated Records. Shout out to Jeremiah, Ben. Thank you guys so much for um, just being... You know inviting me out it oh yeah so much it was so great hearing from you guys so thank no yeah i
1: think thanks for coming in and just sharing more about you appreciate that and i'm excited to see that album well, Heck yeah oh
0: me yeah. too i'm as excited as you are That's so yeah so all right well we'll
1: talk to you soon we'll talk to you guys soon peace thank you bye